LW, have we really forsaken natural selection? By Katya, Grace. Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, Have We Really Forsaken Natural Selection? Published by Katya Grace on January 12, 2023 on Less Wrong. Natural selection is often charged with having goals for humanity, and humanity is often charged with falling down on them. The big accusation, I think, is of submaximal procreation. If we cared at all about the genetic proliferation that natural selection wanted for us, then this time of riches would be a time of 50 child families, not one of coddled dogs in state-of-the-art sitting rooms. But, the story goes, our failure is excusable, because instead of a deep-seated loyalty to genetic fitness, natural selection merely fitted humans out with a system of suggestive urges, hungers, fears, loves, lusts which all worked well together to bring about children in the prehistoric years of our forebears, but no more. In part because all sorts of things are different, and in part because we specifically made things different in that way on purpose, bringing about children gets in the way of the further satisfaction of those urges, so we avoid it, the story goes. This is generally floated as an illustrative warning about artificial intelligence. The moral is that if you make a system by first making multitudinous random systems and then systematically destroying all the ones that don't do the thing you want, then the system you are left with might only do what you want while current circumstances persist, rather than being endowed with a consistent desire for the thing you actually had in mind. Observing acquaintances dispute this point recently, it struck me that humans are actually weirdly aligned with natural selection, more than I could easily account for. Natural selection, in its broadest, truest, most idiolectic, sense, doesn't care about genes. Genes are a nice substrate on which natural selection famously makes particularly pretty patterns by driving a sensical evolution of life forms through interesting intricacies. But natural selection's real love is existence. Natural selection just favors things that tend to exist. Things that start existing, great. Things that, having started existing, survive, amazing. Things that, while surviving, cause many copies of themselves to come into being, a special favorites of evolution, as long as there's a path to the first ones coming into being. So natural selection likes genes that promote procreation and survival, but also likes elements that appear and don't dissolve, ideas that come to mind and stay there, tools that are conceivable and copyable, shapes that result from myriad physical situations, rocks at the bottoms of mountains. Maybe this isn't the dictionary definition of natural selection, but it is the real force in the world, of which natural selection of reproducing and surviving genetic clusters is one facet. Generalized natural selection, the thing that created us, says that the things that you see in the world are those things that exist best in the world. So what did natural selection want for us? What were we selected for? Existence. And while we might not proliferate our genes spectacularly well in particular, I do think we have a decent shot at a very prolonged existence. Or the prolonged existence of some important aspects of our being. It seems plausible that humanity makes it to the stars, galaxies, superclusters. Not that we are maximally trying for that any more than we are maximally trying for children. And I do think there's a large chance of us wrecking it with various existential risks. But it's interesting to me that natural selection made us for existing, and we look like we might end up just totally killing it, existence-wise. Even though natural selection purportedly did this via a bunch of hackish urges that were good in 200,000 BC but you might have expected to be outside their domain of applicability by 2023. And presumably taking over the universe is an extremely narrow target it can only be done by so many things. Thus it seems to me that humanity is plausibly doing astonishingly well on living up to natural selection's goals. Probably not as well as a hypothetical race of creatures who each harbors a monomaniacal interest in prolonged species survival. And not so well as to be clear of great risk of foolish speciocide. But still staggeringly well.
Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.